0: Welcome to a new episode of Saturday Soundbites, the vibrant and powerhouse podcast where we discuss all things visibility strategy, public relations, marketing, advertising, branding and earned media engagement. My name is Veronica V. Sofer and I'm your host. You know, your personal brand is the basis of your visibility strategy and I'm committed to bringing you innovative, passionate and successful experts who are gonna teach you how to develop and enhance your visibility strategy. So whether you're an established business owner online entrepreneur or working professional, Saturday Soundbites is going to be your go-to podcast to hear from experts and learn executable tasks that you can start today. Be sure to check out my website, veronicavsofer.com to learn more about what you need to have a strong and impactful visibility strategy and to see some of the powerful courses I have created for those of you who are really ready to do it DIY style. So let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to Saturday Soundbites. I'm your host, Veronica Sofer, and I'm thrilled to be here with you for another conversation that's really going to help you with your visibility strategy. You know, here on Saturday Soundbites, we talk about all things advertising, marketing, public relations, networking, branding, all of those components that really fit together to help you build your business, whether it's an entrepreneurial venture online or a traditional brick and mortar profession, we've got great tips and strategies that are going to help you put it all together. And a lot of that work starts with understanding how you process and how you work best and honoring that. And so I've got a guest today that's really going to dive into that space, especially for your introverts, to um, get some strategies. But before we get started, let's take care of some housekeeping. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of Saturday Soundbites on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching on Facebook or on YouTube, make sure you drop some comments so my guests and I can go back and connect. We will go ahead and get this conversation started by inviting Jen Jones up to the stage. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm fantastic, and I'm very excited. About our conversation today, because I think a lot of listeners are gonna get some great value. Um, So, Jen, you are an introvert entrepreneur, and I don't really know what that means. So, I want you to kind of share with our audience um, what it is you do and how you got there.
1: All right. Well, that's what I I was like, well, I'm gonna have to tell a little story first. So, I had always described myself as an ambivert because I was always out there networking and really connecting with people. And as I got older and really dug into going to more networking events, I kept hearing people say, oh my gosh, I see you everywhere. I hate networking. I hate getting out, coming and talking with people. I really just want to stay in my office or stay at home. And I'm like, geez, like it just seems weird that, you know, people who are showing up really don't want to be here. (laughs) Right. And so it took me quite a while of like getting to know and hearing this over and over again to realize that the people that were coming up to me were introverts. And typically, where I'm networking, it's with other entrepreneurs. And I had to sit back and think because I identified as an ambivert, which really is just someone who can get out there and talk to people actually enjoying sometimes, you know, those big groups and definitely the smaller groups and then coming home and being able to rejuvenate on my own. So that's where I get my energy. I get my energy from going inward extroverts get their energy from going outward and being with other people. That's how they get their energy. So as an introverted entrepreneur, which didn't happen until early 2020, as we headed into the pandemic was, oh my gosh, like, I'm an introvert. And I keep saying I'm an ambivert. And I realized that I think I was saying ambivert because I didn't want to identify as an introvert. Because in our culture, it is very extrovert based. And if you think about when you think about an introvert, you think of shy, weak, someone who, you know, really shouldn't be in business. Those are, you know, just some of the things that people think about when they hear introvert, never mind introverted entrepreneur. And so that's where Connect and Elevate really birthed into being a place to come together as introverts and be coached in bringing you through the skills, looking at your introverted gifts, and how can you run your business on deep, meaningful relationships? So that's where it all came from.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's fascinating. And I love that there was reflection inside of that and um, ownership and And how it is you showed up, because I think you're right. I think in our culture, um extroverts are celebrated, and the um maybe they might come across as um much more courageous or more bold when that isn't necessarily the case. it's 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 just the way a society has kind of categorized our skill sets, correct, yeah. So tell me a little bit about what an introvert might struggle with, especially in the online space, because I, um, as you were talking, it occurred to me that the people that I think identify as introverts still show up boldly in their businesses. And I'd love your perspective on that. Yeah. So there are introverts that are
1: amazing leaders and amazing business owners. So someone who can, you know, those are what I call introvert gifts is, you know, we as introverts can be leaders and we can be successful entrepreneurs. We just have to we have to take a different path. So for one, and probably the number one thing that I talk about with my introverted entrepreneurs is energy. So although we can go to networking events that are a couple of hours long on Zoom, and some introverts actually prefer to be on Zoom. They don't want to go back to going into, you know, in person. But for the most part, it can be really difficult, you know, even for myself, to spend two hours on Zoom during a networking event, even if I know people, it's just, it's a long time. And especially if it's in the evening and I haven't paid attention to my energy level, I could be going into that meeting and I'm on red, you know, like your cell phone, it gets to red. And I haven't taken the time to get that to, you know, 90, a hundred percent. So then I'm drained when I'm going in there. So I'm not Even showing up in my best self. Maybe I take a break from the video. Maybe I go to the bathroom. So it's one of those things where we have to really pay attention as introverts to our energy because things that are draining, we have to identify. And that's really something that I work with my clients on. And we, you know, I have a free toolkit and all that stuff where we look at what drains your battery because what drains my energy might be different from what drains someone else's energy. But once we can identify that, Mm -hmm. then we can go through and figure out, okay, do I need a full charge or do I just need a mini charge to sort of get through the rest of the day? So I'm going to go with, you know, my answer, my last answer is energy awareness is the biggest thing to pay attention to.
0: I love that. And I love the phone analogy. Talk to me about what it looks like when you need to recharge because you talked about Small bits of time, big bits of time. What what does that look like for the average person? So
1: for the, you know, the introverts that I know and have talked to, the biggest thing for them is other people's energy. So other people's energy is draining for them. So. Even if, you know, they're doing one-on-one, you know, maybe they're kids too. So other people, so not just like clients or people in their business, you know, it's maybe it's family. So other people's energy affects most introverts energy. And if we're not paying attention or another thing, which I am, I was just saying the other day, last Friday, I booked myself back to back to back to back, four things back to back without any white space. So it's other people's energy and it's self-inflicted things like not putting white space in your calendar because 30 minutes, an hour in between things give you the opportunity to actually breathe for two minutes and be intentional about grounding yourself because when we're not grounded, then we're just trying to, we're grasping at whatever we can to get that red into the black and it doesn't usually makes it worse.
0: Right. So tell me a little bit about some of the grounding techniques because you read a lot of different things. Sometimes a coach might <clears throat> recommend something. I listen to Brene Brown. She's got some wonderful tips, but I'd love to hear from you what works really well <clears throat> when folks need to ground, especially introverts. Yeah. So
1: like I said, breathing is really one of them. And it also shifts just how you're thinking in the moment, especially if you're like stressed or overwhelmed. Um, another tool that i use to get grounded is actually a brain dump so if you have time and you're feeling like you can't you can't get anything cuz you're just so crazy in your head a brain dump absolutely will work and then i go into other stuff but the brain dump actually gets it on paper out of your mind and then, if you have ten or fifteen minutes, or if you have a longer period of time, you can go outside and take a walk. So I'm in Massachusetts, so it's really cold out right now, and I don't like the cold, so I wouldn't necessarily go do that. See, I in Texas,
0: a... in Texas, we can do that. So yes, I'm, I'm there. You go.
1: <laughs> Um, if the sun is out, what's nice is it comes in through my slider and I'll be like a cat and I'll go and like find the nice sun to come and warm me up just enough to like breathe and maybe do a little bit of journaling to ground us in the moment. Because, you know, you know, it's not just an introvert issue. It's really entrepreneurs brains just have a hard time shutting off. And so when we can be grounded, breathing, breathing, writing, whether it's brain dumping or journaling, or just getting out into nature are just super helpful for anybody. So whoever's listening, this is for anybody to really get grounded and be in the present moment and stop worrying about the future or what happened in the past.
0: No, those are really great tips. And I'm curious, you know, um, about the struggles that an introvert might have when they're trying to promote something. So like, for example, if there's a product launch or a service launch, um, from the visibility perspective, your PR person, your PR coach will say, okay, these are the things you need to do. You need to be here. We need to book this. We're going to do this interview. Then the next day, you're going to do a podcast. And then right after that, you're going to do a news interview um, on Zoom. And so we book people out, really pushing um, what we might call a media tour or a campaign. And I'm wondering how you help on um, introverts who have that entrepreneur spirit really connect with the value that being out there will be versus the need they have for self-care? Because I, my guess is that's probably the biggest struggle for folks who are trying to do that.
1: Yeah, it is a it is a big struggle. And, you know, for myself, I get carried away too. And I know other entrepreneurs, they get excited about this stuff. But then when the time comes, they're like, ah, Maybe I, maybe I just won't do that. So some of the things that we talk about, and it's, let me back up for a minute. So the basis of that always comes back to the entrepreneur's confidence. So we can build the skills for visibility, but if you don't have the confidence in what you're doing and what you're talking about, then they're going to struggle. They're going to be completely depleted when they have confidence in their product and services and they've had a couple, you know, podcasts, maybe they've done small group things, which is where I try to have people start to begin with, you know, some introverts don't even want to do lives. They're like, I'll record it. I'm like, Hey, one step at a time. Once I don't want you going back and editing every piece of (laughs) every piece of that video that you recorded. And so it's these, what i call baby steps to confidence because once we we as introverts or even any entrepreneur become really confident in what we're talking about then showing up and being here like this morning i i did nothing else but take care of myself this morning because i knew that this does take energy and usually it gets me excited because i love conversational you know style and mm-hmm. and i'm talking about something that i'm really passionate about but the entrepreneurs that are introverts have these little baby steps, you know, they'll, they'll do small things at first to build their confidence. And then we're going to, you know, you talk about visibility and we're going to get out there and it's like, okay, what about doing a workshop? What about, you know, doing some one-on-ones with people that you can partner with or do a collaboration. So it, the foundation is confidence.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that makes complete sense. And I love that. Um, the words you use in your business are so I think connected to that um, because it's it's a multi-faceted. And you got to come come at it from a lot of different ways and um, connect and elevate is really the challenge that a lot of us have. But I think maybe on, uh, introverts struggle with it in just a different way. It just shows up differently, I think, for some folks. And so, how do you work with clients um, who are ready to to do it? They've they've got taken those baby steps. They maybe have done some of the the things to prepare them for the work, what do you do next with them? Yeah, so two, two things. It's sort of crossroad
1: is someone who wants to really dig into something really specific I offer VIP days, which are, you know, really tailored to that one or two things that they want to get done in their business and move forward in. And then I also have a four-month one-on-one VIP coaching program that I help people go from, you know, where they are and everyone's in a different spot to being more visible, being in the. So one of my biggest things that I talk about, I talked about it this morning, is being in the spotlight but it's Mm -hmm. building that confidence up. And if they're not there, how do you move through all of that? Paying attention to one, your energy awareness, paying attention to how are you cultivating relationships in your business? Because in my business and the people that I work with, it's all meshed together. We're friends, we're businesses. We have everyone in our circle that we really love on. And we want to build more deep, meaningful relationships that bring out those what I call master connectors, people who would stand on top of a mountain and shout like, Jen Jones, connect and elevate, go meet her. You know, and and there are introverts who will shout from the, the mountaintop about somebody else but not about themselves. So it's working through, how do you get there? How do you get out and network and pay attention to your energy? How do you build your business so that in the end, you're working by referrals, repeat clients. Yeah. When you're, bringing in the income that you really want, your bottom line matters. You don't have to go out there. And I say cold call, no one really cold calls anymore, maybe in real estate, which I also do. you know, <laughs> The cold calling or the cold messages, you're really honing in on your introvert gifts by building those deep, meaningful relationships, whether it's mm-hmm. one-on-one, small group, larger networking groups, in person, or I say on Zoom, but there are other platforms. So
0: online. Right, right. Yeah. And I love the way you talked about that, um, because I feel like the pandemic changed the way a lot of people do business. And I'll give you an example. Um, we've got folks who were who thrived in those face to face networking situations that you described, and then they went to virtual when the pandemic started and then all of a sudden their energy shifted or the way they started connecting with people shifted and some folks aren't okay transitioning back. So I'm curious how the more traditional introvert that you work with has dealt with it because it seems to me from my side of the table, they would be doing better because they they like it better, but I don't know that that's true.
1: So, you know what, there's two groups here and they're probably pretty equal. So you have the people who are like, Please, I never want to go back in person. Well, maybe one-on-one coffees, but otherwise, I love being online. It's the best thing ever. And then you have other people, which I fell into this category for a little while, which was if I have to go on one more Zoom call, I'm going to like it's just, it's dreadful. And then I started doing one-on-one coffees. It was in September. It it was when things sort of were like, oh, the kids are back to school. Let's go and have coffee. And that was so energizing. I left those one-on-one meetings going, I'm never going back on Zoom. And so here we are, you have these two people, uh, or these two groups of people one who are going online, one who really want to thrive on in person. And ultimately what people are doing right now, because they're either exhausted or they're thriving, is they're looking at where is my energy and time going to be best spent? Because they've just spent the last year or two getting to know everyone and anyone and being in like 30 different groups to wait a minute, I need to run my business too. And so right. what groups bring the most value to me and that I can bring to them? And so I'm doing that with a lot of my clients right now is evaluating as we're in the new year, where are we networking? And is that in person or on Zoom? And it's usually what I'll call hybrid. You know, it's it's a little bit of both, but it's a lot more one-on-ones. People want to connect more one-on-one than they do even in small groups right now.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think I fall into that category too, because there was a time when the Zoom fatigue was real. And um, I really just wanted to physically be in people's space. And then when we started opening up, I got a lot of energy from it. And then I appreciated the benefits of connecting on Zoom. And most of it is time, right? Because you can connect with more people and, um, create more opportunities, especially if geography is an issue for folks. So I'm assuming your business is, is pretty, um, widespread across the country. Yes. Yep. I even
1: have people in the UK, so it's definitely widespread. And so zoom works really well, but let me tell you being in person is, I started a mompreneur group like four or five years ago. And so those, you know, mom in, mom entrepreneurs were not all introverts some of them are extroverts and they still get you know lots of value from things that i have to say because we are in this different place when you know talking you know networking on zoom getting on zoom lots of the tips that i just talked about extroverts are like oh i never thought of that Oh, yeah, I kind of need a break right now from that. So everyone seems to be benefiting from, you know, listening to their bodies instead of going back two years ago that maybe that worked then, but isn't working anymore now.
0: Yeah, no. And that's a great reminder. And I loved your grounding tips. I think they were fantastic. Well, Jen, uh, definitely connect is your website. For those of you listening on our podcast, the link will be in the show notes. Any parting words for our guests? I mean, for our audience, I want to make sure that they can connect with our guests as often as possible on Saturday Soundbites. And I think you've really provided a lot of great insight for those of us who are reflecting right now and trying to figure out how to move forward with our visibility and just our businesses in general
1: yeah so i would love to be able to share my book um Intropreneur, with the uh, or Entrepreneur, which is the introverted entrepreneur it is on amazon it is a na- it's an international best-selling book i can't even believe i i say that i every time i say it i'm still in awe and it isn't just for the introvert the extroverts have also you know given feedback saying This is a great book and great tips out there. So if you're looking for your next book to sit on your nightstand or your desk, uh, please go
0: on to Amazon and look up Intropreneur. Love it. All right, Jen, you've been fantastic. I appreciate all the tips. Check it out. Connect is her website. Reach out to Jen. Um, she's a great resource. And if you've got a Facebook group or a community that's looking for some resources, I can tell you that it's very valuable content. And I think that your community would love it. So with that, Jen, I will thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you. This was great. All right, guys, that wraps up this episode of Saturday Soundbites, connectandelevate.com. Check out her book. It is available on Amazon. Jen is a great resource, and there's a lot of work that all of us can be doing To grow our businesses. And this isn't a conversation just for introverts. Extroverts can definitely learn and grow from it too. So if you are looking to grow your visibility strategy, just know that there are all kinds of resources out there. And it really starts with some of the foundational work that you can do with your mindset. So with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode of Saturday Soundbites by wishing you lots of positive energy and light.